You're listening to The Local Beat, a podcast by WKNC dedicated to bringing North Carolina rockers directly to the airwaves. The Local Beat is hosted by DJ Sparrow and DJ Beowulf and features in-studio performances as well as interviews with active local musicians. The show airs live on Sundays from 12 to 2 p.m. every single week. Otherwise, be sure to follow WKNC on SoundCloud at WKNC881 and on iTunes so you never miss a beat. Thanks for tuning in. Hello, WKNC listeners. This is your favorite weekend specialty show, The Local Beat. We are in studio with Seabreeze Diner and I am DJ Beowulf. Beyond excited to interview them. Guys, would you go ahead and introduce yourselves? Hi, I'm Kevin. What do you play, Kevin? I play guitar and I sing occasionally. Occasionally? So you're not the lead? Well, we switch off. We have we, Now we have three lead singers because we all cool. like to switch off and do our own thing. It's, it's good fun. A diner shop trio? Is that what that would be? Yeah, I think so. I was going to say diner shop, a, that's but we got to go good. with That's pretty marketable. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> that's I like I'm that. down for it. Just give me the royalty rights yeah, uh, okay. when you, when you put that could. out. Absolutely. Yeah, I Anyways, think we can next. do that. <laughs> I am Davis. I play bass, and I also occasionally sing lead. Very, very nice. I'm Mark, and I'm just the auxiliary guy, just hanging out for the ride. And Are you the, uh, the drummer? I'm not. I'm the studio rat. I'm the one... Taking he, these guys, and he was kind enough to record album. our album for less money than he should have accepted for it, but and did a wonderful job. A engineered job. it, recorded it, mixed it, produced, produced oh, I guess it. They made us roll in the band. I, I'm a professional tambourine. Yes, tambourine. very very nice. Tambourine. Yeah, we, yeah. I don't well, know. You couldn't be a band without the tambourine player. That's what we said. Does well, he also play cowbell? I feel like that's very important. He's um, not there yet. Not yet. Yeah. We're kind of starting on. I think we're working basics. that into the next album. You'll level weight your way up there. I will say sure. it has become a popular addition. People requested um, tambourine workout tapes. Interesting. Yes. It's it's a lot of movement. I'm picturing like one of those like old 90s jazzer size like V. Uh, what are those called? VCR tapes that you yeah. plug in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it mm-hmm. is. I just would recommend maybe wearing some kind of pad on your leg. Um, unless oh, so you when just you're hitting be, the tambourine yes, constantly, it is, it is yeah. aggressive. Yeah. So clearly, you are carrying the whole band. But yeah, aside from that. you, let's talk about how the music is made, who you are. This is Seabreeze Diner, by the way, yes. for anyone who is tuning in. Once again, very excited. Yes. Other than the tambourine, what kind of stuff do you guys produce? How would you define yourself as a band? Well, we would be remiss if we didn't give a shout out to the two other members of the band who yes. we yes. Yes, uh, have neglected to mention thus far. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Pat, sweet baby Patrick Stovall plays the drums. And he currently resides in New York, New York. The Big wow. Apple, as some folks call it. And uh, Christopher J. Powers plays guitar and sings. And he lives in Chicago right now. And we How long be- are they going to be there? Forever. Uh, Indefinitely. I don't know. We can get them on the phone and ask. Technically, <laughs> we could. To come back, to be honest. Really. Yeah, yeah, we could so Skype them in. I think it's just an experiment. I think it's probably wrapping up by the end of the year. They're going to come back and join us and... Uh, they're just we'll testing the water. Again. Yeah, yeah. No. That's interesting. So when you guys were recording music, were they in town for this? Did they send you samples from wherever they're living and you would just mix it in? Well, they actually moved mid-recording, which was a fine decision on their part. Interesting. Well, I'm to just be fair. them at this point. I love it. <laughs> uh, That's what we're here for. Chris, yeah. yeah. Listen Losers. up. They don't have a voice right now. <laughs> <laughs> if you can't publicly roast your bandmates, are you really a band? I don't no. think so. That's true. So. Yeah, I yes. don't think so. No, no. I mean, uh, to be fair, though, uh, we did record the album for like 10 months. Yeah, it was So there was a lot of opportunity to move time. cities. Yeah, There's exactly. No that. By, yeah. The, by the time they left, we were like just kind of experimenting. I think like most of their key parts were done. And then it was basically Mark and I and Davis, some occasions just messing around in the studio, having a having a blast. Basically what happened over the 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 duration of this recording that is, 10 month period is yeah. that you know we had these great songs and we couldn't really figure out how to put them to tape and we were just becoming friends with mark and and decided to to roll with him in the recording studio and he sort take of a t- gamble. Took, take a gamble took, take a gamble i'll make you a star took a chance <laughs> he, well he took a chance on us as well and, and essentially as the album uh progressed and we recorded more and more we realized that Mark was just writing more and more parts for himself to <laughs> to insert us or sorry insert himself into our live act. 
well, you largely as a tambourine player. Exactly. It's true. No, no, we love it. We love it. Absolutely love it. <laughs> I never thought about it that way. I'm slowly sinking into my chair. Like, well, well, oh, what about this? They don't want me here. Let's throw a third guitar on this track, guys. It's indispensable. You'll need somebody to play it live. So is that how the music making process goes? Is just kind of like an like an anomaly or an amalgamation of you guys just throwing stuff together? Like, yeah, this would work. Well, so when we were writing this album, um, three of us, Pat, Chris, and myself, all lived together, and Davis would make the trek out to Raleigh. He lives in Durham. He'd make the trek out to Raleigh very frequently, so we kind of had a nice practice space, and we're making music just for fun. And so... Um, very organic that's yeah. always a good place to start very collaborative um so we were really working on these songs we've been playing these songs live for a very long time i think there's like one song on the record that or maybe two songs that we haven't been playing for a long time yeah i mean i mean uh oh, a, a song whose name i actually can't mention on the radio is one that you and chris started writing in high school right yeah yeah we have we have some songs from way back in the day all the way up to the moment we were recording it in yeah. the studio, we were writing it. Well, so. speaking of songs and things that you can name on the air, uh, <laughs> on the radio, would you like to name drop the new album that's coming out? Yes, the new album is Headline Act. It is coming out next Friday. Next Friday. And what day of the month is that? Okay. October the 12th. October the 12th. WKNC listeners, please keep your eyes and ears peeled. And Yep, and we have a album release party on the 13th the following day at the Cat's Cradle. So that'll be fun. Very, very cool. Who else is on that lineup? Oh, uh, we have. It is stacked. It is stacked. We are very Cat's excited. Cradle is a good venue. That's going to be cool to play. Yeah. Fun. The back room yeah. is fun. It's the back room. It's like Which a, is a level blast. of professional that we are. We just love. It's just great. They they treat us right. Um, Shouts out to Diana and Frank. Yeah, oh, Diana so you have and connections Frank. with Cat's Cradle. Oh, yeah. Very Diana cool. is the best. Yeah, she, I mean, it helps to be a local Durham resident. And yeah. not in Chicago or the Big Apple. Yeah. It's true. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, so we're playing that one with uh, Echo Chords, The Affectionates, and Blueberry. All three bands that we kind of go way back with and we Echo love. Echo Chords, very cool. Yeah, they, I, I've known Fahey, Kelly Fahey from Echo Chords since like high school. He worked at the guitar shop that I Frequented. took lessons at <laughs> and like would go in and be like, hey, look, I'm a guitar guy. What's up? I have like the thinnest, so like the the tiniest string line of a connection to Echo Chords. Yeah. Simply because I'm friends with um, uh, Josh, the owner of Refresh Records, okay. to whom they are signed. Oh, nice. Yes. Um, and then Nate Goldsmith is in Echo Chords, and Nate. I know he's also in Blueberry. And mm-hmm. when I went to UNCG summer music camp years and years and years ago, he was my camp counselor. Oh my god! I say years I love and years that. and years ago, but I was like. I don't know, maybe a senior in high school. So it was my yeah. last year and I'd been yeah. going for years and Nate was just a cool guy. When He's the awesome. um, first Blueberry EP dropped, I was in his camp session and he was like telling the students, he was like, hey, I just dropped a new EP. You should check it out. Yeah. Yeah. I, I remember I sent him this really cheesy like Facebook message, like a couple paragraphs long. My very first album review I ever did. I was like, so Nate, your album's pretty cool. Your EP's <laughs> all right. I checked it out. and I love that. Yeah. I just saw them play uh, Blueberry at Hopscotch. Uh, nice. A couple yes. weeks ago. Yes. 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 Awesome yeah. I had to pick up uh, one of their long sleeves. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is a this is a blueberry talk now. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we're all for it. We yeah, we're not talking about Seabreeze We have a thriving anymore. community. What, Seabreeze so. who? I don't even know. Seabreeze yeah. who? Yeah. No, I, we love them. Um, I know Echo Quartz just put out an album that's fantastic. Room with a View, yes. yes it's, I have it on vinyl, and I spin it at least once a week. Love those guys. Fantastic. What's yeah. that album right there? Oh, yeah, and I'm wearing I'm the Ghost kidding. Blonde shirt I, I got last night. That was fun. Yeah, a lot of great local talent on the bill, and we're excited um, the, the triangle area scene has been really popping for the last few years. Yeah, yeah, we lots uh, of good stuff coming out. Yeah, yeah, it's we're very excited to be in such a thriving community. I mean, without such a thriving community, I couldn't have this local talk show. That's true. If I didn't have artists to bring in who were like active and doing things. Yeah. Which brings us back to Seabreeze Diner. Hey, Let's there we go. Come right back around. Okay, so your album is called Headline Act. You've been working on it for 10 months. It is a four-piece band with an extraneous five-piece member who mixes and records. When he can make it, yes. Yes. Um, Let's talk about your favorites off the album. How long is it? Do you have a favorite song? Like, which one was the most difficult to write, easiest to write? Like, let's get into the nitty-gritty. What do you like? Well, I can geek out about this for a while. Yeah, no kidding. Um, uh, maybe I'm a little bit biased, but my favorite song on the album is um, a song called Warbat. Um, Bats are my favorite animals. 
the, a war bat? Well, bats in general. Oh, just bats. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, oh, oh, that's a, I didn't know it was a real animal. I don't animal. think there <laughs> are war bats, but. Vampire bats. Mm, true. Fruit bats. War bats. <laughs> uh, that's, that's a song that um, Pat and I recorded a demo of, I think, like 36 hours before we officially started recording the album. And if I may, and, I think when they sent me the demo, um, there was like two minutes of an intro of just guitar wanking and cymbal crashing. It was it was kind of and it was like, very meatloaf. We are cutting all of this. Yeah, we were very like, that's, meatloaf. That's not oh huge work. inspiration. The way yeah. you described yeah. it, I was thinking more of like a like a Black Sabbath riff breakdown. Ah, it that could work. also work. That could also. Well, I mean, you just got to go back to the eighties. War, yeah, War, pretty much. Warbat is the name because it's a studio tag that just stuck because the initial demo was a complete ripoff of both Warpigs and Bat Out of Hell. Oh, very cool. Yeah. That's kind of the whole album. Giving really. away the secret. Yeah, yeah it's kind of the whole album. Took that recipe and went for it. So would you say that uh, Meatloaf is one of your biggest inspirations for this album? <laughs> I, I Absolutely. Know. Okay. I, yeah, I'd say we, that, that specific album. I think, yeah. I think that specific song, yes. Uh, maybe not so much. I think that song's an outlier in a lovely way. Really? Yeah. Yes. I mean, it's, How would you describe the, the generalized uh, feel of the album? Okay. I'd described it, you know, people ask me what I'm working on. I'm like, oh, yeah, Sea Resigner, this cool band. It's kind of like very... It, it, it's like, you know, 70s strutty, but like not completely up your own behind. Like yeah. it's, it's, it's very fun. Like you can't have, help but like go to the show and just feel good. I, yeah, I think when we were writing it, we were listening to a lot of like power pop, 70s, good stuff. We have some playlists out there. We probably should, we put them on Spotify, so... We That's like pretty neat. Whole, I know with the um we have a the lot of album content. release insert, you guys described yourself as indie rock garage pop. Yeah, I, do you feel like that stands true to what the album is? Yeah, I mean indie rock is like such a vague term these days. I feel like anything. I feel like that's just like the Bandcamp tag, so you show yeah. up on yeah, relevant searches. That's what people are yeah, searching yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah, like, you know, there's a lot of cool people who. Well, what your definition of cool? There's a lot of people who will put like obscure descriptions, like. Uh, Random soda can pop just yeah. to try soda to like, can pop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that sounds familiar. And a lot of people like have started uh, listing it as like Durham pop or like Raleigh alternative or something, and, yeah. that, and that's cool, but yeah. at the same time, it's like we got ambitions, boys. We're gonna go all the way to the top, <laughs> going to the top. And they couldn't do that without you because you mixed and mastered the music. Oh man, see, this ride will either um, the interview is gonna be cut off. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's the Mark show. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Do you want to talk about kind of what... doing that too much? So. Really? <laughs> no, I mean, you did fine. insert yourself into the band. Yeah, he sure did. He demanded <laughs> to be here. And we said, I don't think we need you. He said, I'm coming. No, uh, I'm coming. That's not true. That's well, not I'm true. Gonna ask, no. What kind of, uh, what, what tech did you use to mix with this? Are you like an Ableton guy? No, um, I no, uh, absolutely <laughs> not. I'm not an Ableton guy. <laughs> uh, no, uh, it's uh, called Reaper. Called, uh, Reaper. Very um, cool. So yeah, it's I work um at a, a studio in Durham called Sound Pure, where I, you know, got all the gear from. Cool. And I have like a really weird, hot, sweaty warehouse space sweaty. by Boylan. Um, it's like this old, it used to be a washboard factory hmm. and then NC state actually bought it in the nineties and it's like no AC, very rustic. And that's where we camped out for 10 months and made it very rustic. I think it's ironic that you were recording on Reaper when you guys tagged yourself as sounding like white Reaper. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Love that band. It's a good band. Love that band. Do we want to, uh, do we want to play Warbat? I mean, I, I was feel just like we about to say, we've been hyping up this album so much and describing it. Let's give the listeners an intro. Let's All do right. it. All right, guys, WKNC 88.1. This is Seabreeze Diner on the local beat with their upcoming song, Warbat, which releases this Friday, October 12th. You ready? Yes. All right, let's go. Be a real tough man. Come on and tell me about it.
WKNC 88.1. This is the local beat. <laughs> if you guys are just tuning in, this is the local beat, and I am DJ Beowulf in studio with Seabreeze Diner. And if you turned in tuned in just a little bit before that, what the song you just heard was War Bat. And I did not mean to rhyme. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Ooh, Ooh. That bat. That, that bat. bat. For the rest of the interview. So can I, I be in the band now, now that I can rhyme? Yeah. Oh, yeah I don't see well, I'll make you a spot. I'm taking, oh, I'm taking over now, boy. Insert me on in there. <laughs> that was Warbat, which you mentioned was um, inspired by Meatloaf, and that you, Davis, wrote yes. 36 hours before submitting it? Something like that. Yeah, well, uh, mm, I conceived it. Conceived? Very yeah. shortly before uh, submitting it. Uh, all of us worked uh, very collaboratively and extensively trying to get that thing uh, recorded. It was a real bear. I think it was, it was the uh, hardest one. Yeah, it was kind of one of those things where it was one of those songs that you think is not going to make it on a record. Yeah. And then you're like, no, nah, there's something there. Let's just see what happens. Like a and nugget so, of gold. I was, a silver yeah, lining. I was very skeptical while we were recording it, and now it's like seriously my like, favorite. There's a moment. It's also uh, my mother's favorite. Oh. She... She said Very that important last to note. night. Yeah. Thanks, Gail. My, that's my mom's favorite too, actually. Yeah. It's, it's a it's a mom song. It's it's just a everybody's song. Well, you know, that's me. Her <laughs> just a mom pleaser. Her very own son. Always have been. Her, oh God. Her very own son has five songs on the record and she couldn't she likes yours. But that's fine. That's fine. Love you, mom. I, I think it's, it's just infectious. It's like one of those things where we just put up uh, a mic in a room and had ten people chant around and oh god, very, so very inclusive process. Yeah, so it was a lot. Of is fun. that for real? How it was recorded? Yeah, yeah. it was just just like old school. Like you want, you want to hear the room and hear the vibes. When doing the vocals, we made Davis dress up. Oh yeah, oh, oh yeah. I was. Uh, they put me in front of a mic. You know, I wasn't like in a booth, no headphones on or anything. Uh, Mark just set me up with this mic in front of his speaker array, blasting the song at me. Oh my god! Uh, in the middle was his, you know, giant computer, just playing footage of old T Rex concerts, nice. and they made me put on these glasses, and I had a feather boa on, and it, it was a whole party. Yeah. yeah, I had to get in the right headspace. That's like um character acting but re for recording music you really got to get yourself into the feel of what you're performing absolutely yeah. and I, we did all of the vocals on that track in one night and when i drove back to durham and got home i realized that i had been up for 23 hours Jeez. straight <laughs> we did yeah. it practically in an all-night session lot lot, awesome. lot, yeah. lot of fun how many backing backing vocal tracks are on that it's there's a lot. 36? There's just a lot of bop, bop, bop. Right? But yeah. it's one of those things where when you first started recording the vocals, you were a little, a little shy. Oh, yeah. The register was a lot lower and a kind of softer. And, and then um, we all were in the room just staring at you. So there was a lot of pressure. And so we just killed all the lights yeah. and, yeah, made it glittery, glammy. And by the end of it, um, you're... 
cutting it is if you're on stage and we're all cheering for you. So there's yeah. tons of bleed of us going, yeah, Davis, while yeah. the recording. It was, it was wild. Do you and guys it, happen to be fans of the Beach Boys? Love Absolutely. them. Oh, yeah. Because it sounds like your recording process is very similar to what Brian Wilson would do in the studio. Um, God, I can't remember what song it was, but uh, I, he's one of my favorite musicians of all time, and I like religiously rewatch his like autobiography movie, which is on Hulu, by the way. Uh, is that um, one with uh, what's his name, Dano, Paul Dano? Is that who it is? Oh God, I. If you lined up like four white guy actors and was like, "Tell me which one is Tom Hanks," I'd be like, <laughs> "I feel you." Well, yeah. So I have no idea, but there was this one scene where, um, Bri- like, young Brian Wilson was recording in the studio, and he wanted the musicians, the um, studio musicians, to be excited and energetic, and so he came in wearing a fire truck hat and like blaring police sirens, and he was like, "Get agitated, play this music," and. He had uh, the cellos re-record um, the chugging in um, good vibrations over and over and over again uh-huh. for perfection. Yeah. So cool. Well, boys, I got some ideas for you now. Yeah, <laughs> you got to do it. It's back and forth to the character acting musicianship. Absolutely. Yeah. Is that how you record all of your music? Uh, maybe not that experimental. I think that one, it was just required because it was... We were still figuring out as we were going, which was such an interesting way to do it. And it came out so well. I definitely want to explore it in the future. Well, your album poster says that um, headline act serves as a rumpled reminder that rock and roll should be raunchy, righteous, and above all else, fun. And like I said earlier, you guys started off just playing music for fun, which I think is a really organic way to do it. Mm -hmm. And the fact that you continue that high energy in the studio, I think it really uh, transfers over to your music and like, lets the audience know that what you guys are all about. Yeah, I think so for sure. I think part of the reason it took 10 months is because we probably had too much fun just hanging out with yeah, Mark in the studio, definitely. just experimenting, doing crazy things. I mean, we have we had like two or three amps going at one time, just trying to get specific tones. and Blew a couple amps, blew Chris's geez. little thing. Yeah, yeah. We, are, we, are, we spent a lot of time dialing in guitar tones. Well, it's fun because like you know, we didn't have like there's no time constraint, mm-hmm. so it's kind of you know let's just tweak it till it sounds right. And at the end of the day, Work yeah, until you're happy with it, yeah, yeah. And like that description, I I didn't know that that was how you guys described it because that that is perfect. Oh, like, you guys mm-hmm. wrote that? Yeah, yeah, cool. that was Chris. Oh, oh it was Chris. Mm-hmm. Well, let's give him Shout no credit. Him he's not here. Shout out yeah, to Chris. Yeah, Chicago. That's right. Chicago. Chris is in Chicago. Chicago. Chicago, Chris. Look at that. Ooh. All right. Whoa. I got to use that. <laughs> I can see him like giggling and going, <laughs> getting so excited. About I'm it. so cold. He warmed my heart. <laughs> Chris uh, texted us at like 101 yeah. and, and two seconds and was like, Are y'all going on? Are y'all going on? Oh, so Are he's you getting listening on the air? Right now? Well, he's yeah, like, I guess he's kind so. of the leader. Like, if without him, I don't think we would. No, nah, we would be, not have persisted thus yeah, far. This, he's just, he keeps it together. So he's doing it from Chicago. It's pretty. Speaking awesome. of keeping it together, when did Seabreeze Diners start? Do you guys have, are you all original members? How long has Seabreeze been a band? We History. are all original members. Very cool. Um, and uh, we are coming up on our four-year anniversary Happy as a band. Happy early birthday. This uh, December, uh, d- sometime this December, we yeah. cut our first two homemade demos Around Christmas, within within a few days on either side of Christmas, yeah, I think in twenty fourteen, senior year, it was of college. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, are you planning a birthday show or anything? Uh, actually, we kind of are. I guess we didn't plan it as a birthday show, but with the boys being out of town, we have to. The boy, um, uh, boys are back in town. Yeah, boys uh, are that's back a, in town. Yeah, well, they're that, out of town. We but. might be breaking that out at some point, but anyway. Uh, <laughs> We have to plan it far in advance. We have to, yeah. So we we have to turn down a lot of shows, unfortunately, which that's really stinks. It stinks because that's what we love to do. I mean, that's why we started doing it, and it's just so fun to be up there in front of friends and family. And when you guys do play shows, what's it like? Wild, wild. We try really hard to throw a party on stage, bumping into each other, jumping around, dancing a lot. Mark has has really re-energized us as a live act. I think yeah. in in a very special way, brings a lot of energy to the table. Tell me more about me. <laughs> <laughs> so th- what you're saying is that the show 
this Saturday, October 13th, will be one for the books. Definitely one you should not miss. Oh, not to be missed. No, <laughs> absolutely not. Particularly, Cat's Cradle Backroom is a great venue. Decent for parties. For parties, yes. Wonderful drink specials and yeah. a, a nicely sized stage for some serious acrobatics. Oh, my. Yeah, and those will be expected. Yes. yes. Yeah, we're going to... We have some tricks up our sleeve. Absolutely. Sure. I don't want to, you know, give away the store no, 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 or anything. No, no, no spoilers. We've got I so much else to talk about. I am working on playing the bass guitar behind my head. So. <laughs> oh, my. I uh, came across one of those old workout trampolines, like the ones that don't even really spring that oh, much. Oh, like the little but, ones? Yeah, yeah. And so there might be some of that. Big kind fan of, of those. Yeah. I think going to yeah. be... Doing what's it called? Le- leapfrogging? What's gonna be? Gonna be oh. Weird. oh, okay. Yeah. I could I could get into that. My uh, my best friend lives in Wilmington. I mentioned this to Davis earlier, yes, and yes. she has one of those little like workout uh, trampolines right next to her bed. So she literally like rolls out and springs into the day, oh, and like that. that's her morning routine, and oh, it's pretty man. cute. Man, part of me is like. I cringe, but I love it. I, I kind of want to do that. I kind of want to do that I now. Like, I can't well, say that she trampoline. does it consistently, but the trampoline is actually rather comfy to sit on. And when she gets home from work, you can literally just bounce into bed, like slam into that soft ground. And, oh, see, I like it much better going Reverse. that way. Yeah. 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 Either way, it's fun. Start and end with fun. For sure. Absolutely. I'm into that. I, don't, I can't imagine anybody who wouldn't be. They're nuts. <laughs> Welcome. If you don't like fun, you, you can't like come fun, to this series yeah. show. You, you can. We, we will convert you. That yeah. kind there of is go. it. I mean, we don't. We don't. We've we've tried to find a good way to phrase this, and it's been difficult. And I think the best that we've come up with is that we take the music seriously, and we take making music seriously. We want it to sound good. We want it to be good music, and we want to play it well and play our instruments at least decently enough that mm-hmm. people won't boo us off the stage Throw tomatoes. but we don't take ourselves seriously at all we're just trying to have as much fun as we possibly can it's silly a happy dose it's a little of professionalism goofy. is always necessary yeah, yeah. i think it's yeah, it's kind of one of those things. Like I think you know, when we played um, the Porthouse recently, we all another did cool venue some choreographed uh, performance. Oh yeah, which maybe there'll be some choreography to be expected this Friday at Cat's Cradle back for the headline Saturday show. Oh, Saturday. This Saturday, Saturday. <laughs> this Saturday. But um, yeah, anyway, it's we feel ridiculous. But if anyone in the crowd is actually going to say that's stupid, then. The joke's really on them. It is. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, we know. Because if you don't think that a four-part guitar and bass harmony shred for two minutes, for two minutes, <laughs> while that people is absolutely killer, while people are doing choreographed moves, yeah. I I just I don't know. No. You, you ain't for me, dog. <laughs> I don't. That ain't it. That's Not for me. Really, That's really cool. <laughs> I think the most impressive thing that I've ever seen on stage is. I can't remember what this band was called, but they opened for Obituary a little while ago. Oh, and nice. um, the uh, two guitar players like leaned up against each other, like chest to chest and just like played each other's guitars like what? over their backs. Oh, and we're just like doing like a big hug and just like shredding. They just switched, but oh, didn't man. take off the guitars. Oh, you have to take down some notes. Real yeah. quick? That's way cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that was that was mad cool. <laughs> we're going to need a diagram of that. later. <laughs> yeah. on. I can definitely model it out for yeah, you. Yeah. Like one of those, uh, you know, the old books that show you the dance steps and it's just like a little oh, shoe yeah. print with an arrow and like step one, <laughs> step two. I was thinking like one of those like um, really obscure like wiki how pages, like how to drink water. Oh, oh with yeah. the really weird, yeah. The weird like drawings Stock that are weird. Illustrations, yeah. Yeah. How to make friends. Is like, how to make friends, yeah. <laughs> yeah they're very Step sad. one. I think there's one that's Research, like how to put how to meaning into your life. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh. They uh, hurt. They hurt me. They hurt. <laughs> Well, something that won't hurt. Would you guys like to play another song? Yeah, we would. Yeah, right. what, what you guys want to play? Um, who you are? Okay. Who you are? Yes, yeah, so this song's called "Who You Are." It is one of mine. Um, this one was also kind of a tough one to record. Uh, I think we had mm. some conflicting opinions on what it just sound like. Um, and me and Mark kind of went back and made it right. Let's give the listeners a taste and then talk about how you made it right. Okay. WKNC. This is Seabreeze Diner. Thank you for tuning in.
WKNC, the local beat. The last song you heard was Who You Are by Seabreeze Diner. We had briefly introduced this song by uh, before going off air to play it by saying that there were some conflicting views when making this music. Let's talk about that. What were the two sides? Three sides, four sides? Basically, you guys just recorded it um, a lot slower and... Like yeah, and I, I wrote it as a, yeah, very clean, but I wrote it as like a more fast and dirty. I think we were trying to maybe have more variety in the album, and I was like, eh, this song's not the place to do it. Um, so we kind of, Mark and I kind of went back um, and re-recorded some stuff and sped it up a little bit. The, yeah, the album was done, and we were going to scrap this. And I was like, no, it's, it's, it's worth it. we got to keep it. So we... Uh, sped everything up which kind of pitch shifted things and we had to re-record Surpri- over top of it surprisingly is- though the vocals are not they were re-recorded so those aren't even they're pitch not shifted. pitch shifted at all those are not those are <laughs> just my high, high range my man yeah I don't it know. is expansive yes. yeah i was i was very being talented. pushed uh very hard and actually right in the middle of recording that one i decided i'm not a good singer and i'm going to stop I writing disagree. songs i would beg to differ <laughs> right? i'm going to stop yeah. writing songs don't sell yourself the modesty short. the modesty this show is literally yeah, yeah. about you today <laughs> say good things yeah. i think well i think we kind of use that because there's that part um on the bridge where you know there's like a group chat and we're all kind of doing a, uh, a group vocal and you were you know it's the climax of the song and you were kind of exhausted because we were recording at like midnight on a tuesday and you yeah. work the next morning and so i was kind of purposefully agitating kevin to try to get him like it was wild. angry not i don't know just trying to get you frustrated and so i'd make you do like a million takes even though i already had the one i was going to use <laughs> um, and then eventually i was like all right this is the last one and you just belted and you're like ah, i can't feel it and it just fit perfectly in yeah, so it was fantastic. Kind of, so that wasn't the take, like, even though you already had the one. You got we, it. We, blend, we blended them together okay. and made we we uh, made the art. It's yes. it's you know I think you know it's approaching the studio is kind of collaborative. Everyone kind of pitches in, and it doesn't have to translate live one hundred percent. Nah, we have all under Mark's tutelage turned into studio nerds throughout the course of this album. Yes. I feel like. <sighs> I'm glad that we have an uninterrupted radio show to talk about it because I feel like I try to have conversations with people about it in real life and in 30 seconds their eyes glaze over and I'm going like oh yeah and then we stacked the thing and we hung the mic upside down <laughs> and they're just like oh god oh, no. we gotta stop you've been doing this, this for a year dude <laughs> shush well I'm gonna feed into this and say let's talk gear what kind of stuff do you use in the studio what do you play what's your setup for performing is it oh different god. is it the same God. Fender guitars. You're a Fender family. Fender guitars. Well, yeah. You, got, you guys are a Fender family. Yeah. I guess so. I, not, not by design. I just I don't know. It just kind of worked out that way. And I have a really cool uh, 1966 uh, Ampeg amp that I love dearly. Very nice. What 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 instrument was that originally used to amplify? Kevin? It was originally it's a well it's both guitar and accordion because accordion. The, Please I, tell me you sample that in one of your songs. I, well, if I had an accordion, oh the amp, yes, the, the amp, amp is yeah the amp is all the over amp it. Is all but over. it's like it's I like, like the accordion, but no 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 accordion. Next album, not yet. Yeah, okay. yeah. We use the accordion. I, I'll read you apart. You oh, learn you. it, and we'll do it. Okay, <laughs> bet yeah. I'll be there. But yeah, that's. I mean, as far as gear goes, we're not like gearheads, I guess. I think during the album, we kind of became gearheads because we had access to so much I fine feel like gear. it necessitates yeah. like knowing what you're playing with. Yeah. Yeah. I think like, I don't know, I've only played a few shows with you guys, but at least live, it's a lot tighter, a lot more kind of, you know, more about translating the experience and the emotion. Whereas the studio was, let's just try everything. Like we uh, reamped a lot of things, like we recorded a vocal and then I took that vocal ran it through a guitar amp with reverb cranked and made it mm-hmm. sound swirly and spinny. And yeah, we just kind of like to make sounds that don't really exist in the world that you really can only mm. create once. There's um, a lot of wild stuff that goes on that nobody's going to notice, but we'll notice and we'll love and What was the cherish. wildest technique that you used in the studio? Most uh, zany production Ooh, style. I don't know if it was the zaniest, but one of the f- most fun things was... Um, Someone was playing guitar, and then one of you guys was um, manipulating the pedal, and then somebody else was doing um, the amp, and so it was like a collaborative kind of uh, oh, yeah. performed yeah. effect. Something mm. that like you know, because everybody with software and everything, everybody has access to the same tools. Like anybody can just download a sample or something, but like 
I really like the idea of performing a sound that you really can only get that one time. Um, so that's a, a lot on the album. Yeah. Very, very cool. I think one of the best songs that all these tricks kind of came across on is Condition Dread. Uh, it's one of Chris's songs. Um, so if we want to play that one. We can. I just have one more quick question. Um, when doing your uh, zany recording techniques, do you feel that that um, is a detriment to replicating it live? If you can only produce it once in studio, how do you transfer it onto the stage? A lot of the time, the the really beautiful, unique studio-only sounds are ornamentation mm-hmm. more than the body of the song. And so there's something that really elevates it and makes it wonderful to listen to. But uh, playing it live doesn't necessitate having that song. That, that makes sound. sense. Yeah, a lot of artists use uh, the stage as a means to like stretch and modify their sound for that performance because mm-hmm. uh, what you have released online is just it's there and stagnant forever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's, and I'm a big fan of um, at trying to add as much uh, re-listen value as possible. So mm-hmm. a lot of little. Mm-hmm sonic nuggets that you can say oh what's that I'm twinkling that in phrase. my left ear yeah yeah sonic nuggets writing on. it down Boom. <laughs> copyrighted sound uh seabreeze diner royalty checks <laughs> it's okay we've exchanged ideas this whole time oh, yeah, that's, that's true we, we traded all right so we're good <laughs> and we cued condition dread you guys yeah. ready to dive in yeah let's play yeah let's one. do it all right this is wknc the local beat with seabreeze diner we are about to listen to condition dread let's hit it
WKNC 88.1. This is the local beat with Sea Breeze Diner. If you just tuned in, the song that you just heard was Condition Dread. I just want to shout out sweet baby Patrick Stovall, our faithful drummer. He's the strong but silent type. We love him so much. We miss him dearly in New York, and we miss Chris too. Um, to a lesser but extent. No, not to a lesser <laughs> extent. Oh, not to kidding. a lesser extent. I'm just love you, Chris, you know. plugging Pat's. Look, often I think it's easy to overlook a drummer in a band if you're not like Neil Pert or something. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, it's a guy playing drums. Pat is a very subtle and deft drummer. And I don't know if anybody who's listening noticed that he switches to a jazz beat there at the end because he actually knows how to play music unlike (laughs) most of the rest of the band. He has some training. He's played several different instruments. I think at one point he read music, might still. That's actually a pretty fantastic um, transition because I had on my sheet of notes, uh, history, question mark. Do you guys have any any, like musical background before Seabreeze Diner? Oh, no. I took some guitar lessons <laughs> in middle school for maybe a couple years and, and played guitar through through uh, through high school. And I played bass in the fourth or fifth grade. Yeah, and Chris and I have been playing music, like I said, since like middle school-ish together um, and have been so inspired by so many great local acts. And at some Want point during drop? college, I mean, yeah, I mean, from... All the way back when, I mean, you got Lonnie yeah. Walker, some of the early ones, Lonnie Walker. Definitely uh, early 2010s, yeah. Triangle, The bands. Love Language, obviously, yeah. they, they were all They're the good. Rage. They also played uh, Hopscotch recently. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, they mm-hmm. were awesome. We were there. We yeah. were uh, just, cool. just like we're, back in the old. It's so too funny. much fun, yeah. It's so funny because we would go, me and Chris would go to these Love Language shows and sit in the back like a couple of goobers and we'd see Mark up front being a total goob right yeah that's like my junior senior year of high school like like 2010 i'm like in the front Just row and i was such a nerd like i would like record facebook covers of their songs nice. and then tag them in it and they got to the point where they're like hey mark we really appreciate it but can you stop you just, <laughs> oh my god like, oh no. no because when i'm tagging them and their whole family it was, oh, a, no. it was a lot it was i it i was take their side on it i think those videos still exist no, but there's there's just were they it, any good were the covers like Doing In them justice. Retrospect, no. <laughs> but, okay. but he was trying. That's really honest. way to be but blatantly honest. There's there's so many great bands that um, inspired us, and we were kind of like, hey, we can probably maybe do that too. And we found two friends that were willing to probably maybe do it with us, and we have been doing it since, and we love it. I mean, I started playing bass <laughs> in earnest the day that we <laughs> recorded our first little demos. Yeah, yeah. Um, which when did has those been first really really out? fun. Uh, well, they came out February 2015. Yep. We recorded them December 2014. And they actually want, what's nuts is one of them is now a new version of Labor Days on this album. Oh yeah. Ooh. So, and then the other one was Wasted Summers, which was our, our banger off the first EP. Bangers mm-hmm. exclusively. Yeah. It mm-hmm. was, it was fun. What made you guys decide to become a band? I know you mentioned that you were like invested in like the, uh, earlier like local scene or anything, but the four of you coming to coming together, like how did that coalesce? I think it was all the money that we were just seeing that we were gonna make. We were like, man, it's just gonna be flying it's in. And we're, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah is we, it flying in? It's not at all. We, uh, <laughs> a <laughs> gentle <laughs> trickle, sell out, complete yeah. misstep in that regard. Yeah, it's that's that. No, yeah, that was not the motivation. Um, I think it was just, I don't know. There Maybe. were sort of two concurrent threads going on at the same time, which was, um. Chris and Kevin sort of continuing their jangly electric guitar songwriting that they'd been working off and on with since high school. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Pat and Chris and I lived together in college and had, um, you could hardly call it a band, but we gave a couple performances as this like acoustic, <laughs> like string band nice. trio that was basically oh just God. like drunken caterwauling. And uh, the 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 two projects sort of collided, and we dropped the weird folky thing pretty much immediately, and for the better, and and came out as Seabreeze Steiner. I don't know. I guess we just yeah. started. I think Kevin started hanging out with us more and more, and we realized that that was a better musical direction to take. We were actually kind of an emo band at first. We had like. We all oh, we had like, as emo musicians. We had like, there's, there's nothing wrong with that. We had like three, four sort of like pop 
hook songs similar to what we play now. And in fact, two of them are songs that we play. Three of them are songs that we play now, Annabelle as well. Mm-hmm. And then the other songs just never got named. They were like, I don't know, kind of American football y yeah. type emo revival. Uh, and they got cut after like live show number two. We were like, yeah, that ain't, mm, that that ain't, ain't working out. I still think one of them is that uh, we can recover. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, you can just repurpose the, it for LP2. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think yeah, there's something maybe. to be said, though, uh-huh. like, regardless of whether you're a um, musician or any kind of art form, something about, like, you know, even if you're a seasoned band or you bring a jamoke like me to <laughs> play. Oh, hush. Uh, and, um, I don't know, there's some kind of, there's something that happens when you kind of, like, realize, whoa, we are all on the same wavelength. This is something that is all existing in our brains that is now being shared. And yeah. I think that translates well when you're on stage, too, that it's like, yeah, even though... Uh, we wrote the music and we're playing. Um, everybody participates in the experience, and mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I I think that's just awesome. It's it's a beautiful thing. Oh yeah. I'd like to uh, point out. I'm sure the listeners have noticed, but you guys have like a fantastic vocabulary. Jamoke, caterwauling. <laughs> How does that translate? I that too. Yeah. That was very that, that, cool. Um, Sonic Nuggets, another good tagline. I am the least articulate of the group. So I just told you're an English major, right? Yeah. So I'm intimidated. So I feel like I have to step up my game. <laughs> well, see, now I'm here. disappointed. When I first met Davis, I was like, "Oh, I'm DJ Beowulf." He was like, "Oh, are you an English major?" And I was like, "No, <laughs> no." <laughs> I'm like, I, I get to ask that question all the time because you know, like Beowulf. But yeah. um, I didn't think I would uh, say flat out no to another English major. <laughs> Oh, oh, yeah! I, I He's rec- never coming back to the station. <laughs> and I particularly like medieval literature. So yeah, I'm in an uh, early English literature class at the moment. So mm, we just read Beowulf, it. and I was like flexing in front of my whole course, like yeah, I'm a DJ, yeah, I'm DJ Beowulf, like just had to show off. Love it. And half the people sat there with their mouths agape, and were like, "Oh, what do you mean we have a student radio station?" <laughs> On- Honestly, even though I would like to uh, flex again, WKNC is the third largest college radio station in the country. Oh, yeah, we we biggie out here. Yep. The, the the tower definitely goes far. Now, yeah, I think yeah. vocabulary shutting down. The, the, the tower, oh, the tower, the waves go. The radio stick. Yeah. <laughs> we actually just um, I can't say just uh, recently upgraded to twenty five thousand watts, so we are like dwarfing the competition. Love yeah. it. Yeah, you are. Yeah, we are. I get you. I mean, I live in North Durham, pretty much in Orange County, like right near the Eno River State Park, Mm -hmm. and I get y'all loud and clear. Bollywood on the weekends, acapella, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. love it. My favorite thing is the the liner with the dude from... um, It actually played just before you guys came on, I think. We were out in the hallway discussing, and there was a both uh, kinds radio sweeper going on. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, But it's the dude from... um, What's the band? They made a concept album about the Civil War. Oh, Titus Andromeda. Okay, so that dude, uh, he's like... K and C, the station that reaches the beaches from Co- like I don't know. Yeah, someone yeah. must have recorded him at a show to do a promo for K and C. Yeah, we do that a lot. Uh, yeah, and then so he's like, yeah, it reaches the coast, the beaches, the mountains, and then it goes ding, ding, ding. WKNC does not actually reach the coast of the yeah. beaches. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. And then it's like we um, can stream online. I recently recorded uh, one of the sweepers with our um, uh, I don't even know what his position is, operations manager or something like that. Um, promotions right. manager, who knows? Um, and he had me record this line that was like, um, "I wanted, um, like, I wanted to listen to WKNC, but there's a raccoon in my car, and he only listens to eighty-seven point nine, like something like that." And it's just complete like garbage. And it's like, <laughs> oh, yeah. But it's an advertisement, and we get to produce this stuff all yeah. the time. <laughs> oh, that's so much fun, though. Yeah. Really fun. There's a raccoon in my car. Think about how cute that is. A little raccoon in the car. Like, no, you can't change it. One day when you drive, okay, you can change the radio station. But until then, it's with a the tiny little like paw. Is old Jewish grandmother from New York? From New York. Like, you just like your yeah. father. Got, no, that's just Pat. <laughs> and it's come full that. circle. Oh, yeah, Pat's, oh, Pat's mild Greensboro. Nice rolling Piedmont lilt is going to be replaced. Mm. I bet he's going to come back yeah. next week and be like, hey, so what are we doing? We yeah, we playing a show or what, guys? Come on, guys. Come on, guys. Let's yeah. go. Oh, you did a little hand thing like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, come on. Come on. Let's get in a little Italian. Who's got, a, who's yeah. got a slice of pizza? A prosciutto. Honestly, he's got, he's got that the character whole, in the band. From, and then just like, 
just huffing through the a little like <laughs> cancer thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man. Okay, now this this is taking a dark turn. <laughs> taking a dark turn. And that's all right. Surely y'all have true advertising on this station. We do have yeah. true advertising, and I would like to say that WKNC is uh, deeply sympathetic and loves all of our viewers, regardless of their voice or accent. Yes. yes. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yes. appreciate oh yeah. We love you guys. And this we hope to see every voice and every accent this Saturday at the Cash Bill Backroom. Yeah. Yeah. Headline act release show. <laughs> you want a cue in of the song to give them something to practice to sing along to? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we're going to play High Strung, which is the only one of these that has been released. So everything thus far has on been On Bandcamp exclusively? Uh, yeah, and and the Indie Week uh, was kind enough to do a nice write-up. Thanks to Spencer and Allison. Such a nice write-up. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I wanted to lay down and die after I read that thing, so I thought yeah. it wasn't getting any better after that. Yeah. Just so, so, so kind. Yeah. Yeah. All right, well, this is High Strong, Sea Breeze Diner, WKNC 88.1. I got to find it. Oh, no, where Okay, go? take your time. There you go. Sorry, I... I'm good uh, at this. So can we launch into it. the Jeopardy theme song? It. Oh, never mind. WKNC <laughs> the local beat. Woo! WKNC. The last song you heard was High Strung by Seabreeze Diner, and we are going to slide right on into uh, Not For Me by Seabreeze. 
Oh, I'm so sorry. Give It Time by Seabreeze Diner, WKNC 88.1. WKNC 88.1. This is the local beat. Tuning in with Seabreeze Diner. The last song you heard was Give It Time. Boys, we have given you quite a bit of time. Thank you for being here today. Thanks for Thank having you. us. Thank you this for giving so us fun. that much time. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Uh, we're hitting just about an hour of talking on the air. Oh, man. Oh, we do like to talk. Do all the time. Oh, and we're just getting going. <laughs> oh, we've got like another several hours of Seabreeze Diner, it sounds like. We're going to start, <laughs> we're gonna start digging really deep. Yeah. <laughs> it all started when Tell I was a child. Tell me about your childhood, Seabreeze Diner. <laughs> I am a psychology major, so I'm, I'm ready. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. That, 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 now we're having an interesting interview. You know, we, we, we broke through the ice. Now we're diving Pretty in. Pretty sure my parents are listening. So Let me tell done. you. You're welcome. <laughs> me and, yeah. and Mark are just a... A static electric ball of neuroses we have discovered, <laughs> matching only, only and child, compounding. Only children. Yeah, yeah, it's a bad way to be. Ooh, only children. That tells a lot. Yeah, it's yeah. it, it, your it zodiac does. sign. Oh, what is yours? <laughs> Sag, Libra. I, oh, I, me too, Libra gang. Gotta please everyone. That's that's it. Yeah, that's a lion one. No, it's Leo the scales. Oh, the scales. I'm a Leo. Yeah, 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 that's me. I guess. That's Wait, me, Chris, and Pat. Me and Chris uh, and Pat. October 11th. Oh my god, mine was yesterday. It was October 6th. So. Happy birthday. Happy early birthday. Well, uh, I... Oh, sorry, can I plug something for a second, boys? Yeah, plug. So mm-hmm. I'm in a band called Ghost Blonde. I'm we put out an album Ghost called... with two T's and Blonde with two L's. Yes. yes. And we put out an album yesterday called Birthday Party <gasps> that we celebrated yesterday. <gasps> should have been there. I should have been there. Would have been. You should have dedicated it to me. There was karaoke afterwards. It, was, it got wild. It was such a blast. We did Friends in Low Places by Garth Brooks. Yes. <laughs> oh, my yeah. God. And then later on, me and Mark and a whole... Crowd of the other M- folks. The MC Army. Yeah. The yeah. MC Army. Saying I'm not are you, okay. Are you a member? Yeah. I have pink hair and a septum piercing. <laughs> <laughs> a valid, a valid I point. Hate yeah, okay. My chemical romance. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Actually, uh, my pinned tweet on Twitter um, 
is me in like a striped red and black sweater oh, and yeah. I was like at a oh, local yeah. show and I was like pull up to the gig like what up I love my chemical romance because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah. I just looked really emo and I had these photos of me and I was like oh you would have loved it you would have loved it then we were we were rocking where's my invite I propose <laughs> swinging it right back around to you. Talk, yeah. talk to this man. I propose this Saturday at Cat's Cradle for the Seabreeze Diner a headline acts release show. We all show up, black suits, red ties. Oh God, that's bringing it back. I'd have to buy a black suit. <laughs> so that's not. Happening. Oh, just get yeah, a suit too. and like spill a bunch of ink on it. Yeah, keep the tags on. Yeah. Keep the tags though, <laughs> dude. We could go to Men's Warehouse and rent. We could rent tuxes. That would be. Really awful. You would just get them really bond. sweaty. I don't know if you'd Sounds be able to hot. return them. Yeah. Could you do your acrobatics in a tuxedo? Ooh, may have to. They would probably split. <laughs> There'd be some yeah. So you could do them, but not without preserving the suit. Right, without saving our 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 modesty. Your no. modesty. Uh, well, before this interview gets too nitty gritty, yeah. let's let's keep the modesty. Cut it to an end. Seabreeze yes. Diner. Thank you for being today. Let's wrap it up with those uh, final remarks. Okay. Yeah. Let's uh. Let's say yeah. Um. Yeah. We're. Next Saturday, uh, Planet of the Cat's Cradle. Uh, you can follow us on all of the social medias to keep up with us. Uh, and we'd really appreciate that because it's like mostly my parents' friends uh, who are still on Facebook hitting us with those likes. Mm, they're comfortable <laughs> with their content being sold Yeah, to apparently. mega corporations. <laughs> Yeah, I guess. <clears throat> Boycott Facebook. Facebook's doing okay. <laughs> Our Instagram is doing okay. Um, we recently tried to start a Twitter, and what was the last following? Kind of like 11? We're at a hot 11 right now. <laughs> yeah. That's my favorite number. <laughs> I got drunk at Hopscotch and tried to tweet funny things, and it went really poorly. Uh, so yeah. I, I probably should just log out and never log back in. But like, here we are. Like watching a plane crash <laughs> over the course of three days. I feel like he's <laughs> falling yeah. and falling no, and falling. I, the first night I was like, I'm hilarious. And then by like well, you need Friday a evening, I was the like, I gotta stop just this. does Twitter. Like that's their instrument is. That's you. Sounds like someone's ooh, making ooh, a pitch. Oh, another Twitter, position Twitter for is dark. Kind of like it. Oh. No. It is. Yeah. Well, if you have it on night mode, it's dark. Love that. Well, friendship is is. Is everything? Yeah, if, if, friendship is magic, but yeah, it is. If if everybody hasn't hasn't picked up on I that know, right now, the 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 central iron in the Seabreeze Steiner fire is is friendship and mm -hmm. our friendship with one another and our friendships with the people who come to our shows because all of them are our friends and significant others and family and have been for a long time. <laughs> yeah. And now now a few random people come who yeah. you might call fans, I guess, but. Um, it's really been a project that's just been supported and enriched by our relationships with each other in the band and with everybody around us. I will and say in closing remark, boys, DJ Beowulf, Hi. ready? Make new friends <laughs> and keep the old. One is silver and the other's gold. Is that, does that count as a live performance? <laughs> it does. It does. Yeah. We will release it as a podcast. So, so check yeah. that off. Right. Yeah, yeah, so we can just fade that check. out. <laughs> we might cool. even make a liner out of it. Yeah. Awesome. Well, yeah, this has been great. Uh, we played Thanks about half in, the boys. album. So yeah. there's another half of just Sonic Sonic Nuggets. Nuggets, yeah. There yeah, we Sonic go. Nuggets. Bring it back Ready. to that tagline. Once Love again, it. this is the local beat on WKNC 88.1, running from every Sunday 12 to 2. This has been Seabreeze Diner with DJ Beowulf. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Thank you. Thanks so much, everybody. Absolutely. Yeah, thank you. Ow, ow.